Welcome to a special Picks with the Professor, a surprise Sunday episode here, the podcast where a real statistics professor gives you sports betting tips. I'm Professor Sides. You can follow me on Twitter at Professor Sides. Today is Sunday, April 24th, 2022, and this episode covers all of today's Major League Baseball games. I dropped this little nugget here on Twitter, so if you follow me over there, you can do this was coming this morning. The stars kind of aligned here. I play, you mentioned yesterday, I play in a adult men's baseball league our game today's afternoon usually it's in the morning uh the, the child's usually screaming at me you know in the middle of recording a podcast about an hour before this <laughs> usually she's still asleep and just doesn't want to end with yesterday's bad taste in her mouth just some some a couple of bad reads a couple of bad luck things i looked at today's board there's just a lot i like it, it kind of reminds me of last week friday was awful and then saturday i looked at it, i said Man, there's just a lot i like today and that worked out great for us Today, we're a further day behind, but Saturday went bad. I like a lot. It doesn't mean it'll be as good as last Saturday was. There's just a lot I like. And so kind of the stars aligned. Wanted to get some official picks in, uh, get this on record, see if I can help you guys out, uh, finish the week stronger uh, than yesterday's just terrible, terrible showing. Uh, to get you here, I built a mathematical model for win probability. I analyzed weather data also in order to come up with some plays on totals. I'll make one pick and one pick only on every game here today. That doesn't mean I recommend you do the same. I'm just giving you the information as to what I like the most and where my head is for each matchup. As you go through the plays, remember there are no locks in gambling, so what I'll give you are loves, likes, and leans to help you decide which picks you might want to play and how I recommend you scale your wagers. That in mind, please understand that good and bad variants will occur so as much as I'd like to say it will be profitable each and every day. That is an impossible reality for any gambler. Before you get to today's slate, some reminders. Please hit that like button if you're on YouTube. Also, if you aren't yet, please consider subscribing or following. It's free. And the only way to ensure you don't miss any of the college basketball, MLB, or college football content that this channel provides. Share with a friend if you know there's in the game, or hit me up on Twitter, drop a comment from YouTube. I love those and try to respond to as many as I can. 110 Easter, Red Sox at the Rays. We saw one hit in nine innings yesterday. So I mentioned I like the Rays. If the odds got too high, I like the under. Both of those worked out well. Today's Rich Hill versus Shane McClanahan. This is a trust the model special. I don't have any great insight. I don't really like Rich Hill at this point of his career, and I think McClanahan is pretty good. This is just the odds are too high, and so we're going to take advantage of that. The model thinks it should be raised minus 146. Right now, I'm seeing prices around 180, 190 for Tampa. That's just way too high. I've got a B pick on the Red Sox at 168. There's really not much else to say other than there's value at this type of same time slot here early on, 110 Eastern, Rockies at the Tigers. I mentioned yesterday the Rockies' bats tend to disappear on the road. I mentioned that Friday as well for that rain out, and that's sure enough what we saw yesterday as they put up. I don't know if they ever actually scored in that first game. I don't think they did. They got three in the second game, so three runs over two games. I kind of see more of the same today, Chad Kuhl versus Tyler Alexander, two pitchers that I think are a little bit disrespected. Either one of them are very bad. You also have wins blowing in from right center field uh, at the start of the game and from right field up at the end of the game at close to 20 miles an hour. Warm day, 80 degrees, warm for April, 80 degrees. But those winds blowing in is going to knock any fly ball down. The model thinks the Tiger should be minus 120. That's the only way I would look. I'm seeing minus 117 right now. So I think if you want to play the Tigers, I think that makes a lot of sense. Uh, like I said, I just don't like this Rockies team on the road. I like them a whole lot more at home. So Tigers, one minus 117, not a bad look. I'm going a different direction for my official pick. I'm going under eight with an A play, even money. I think Chad Kuhl, not a bad pitcher. We saw it uh, a couple of his earlier starts this year. I think this is a low-scoring game with those wins blowing in. I don't think the Rockies score, and if the Tigers bat struggle, I don't want to be trying to eke out a win if it's low-scoring. Then we just have our win. We don't have to worry about it. So under eight, even money, A play for me in that one.
Giants at the Nationals, 135 Eastern. Logan Webb versus Yuan Adon, uh, a guy that we faded early on this season. Seems to be pitching a little bit better, potentially. So I'm keeping my eye on that. Those first two starts were pretty rough there. The model thinks the Giants should be a whopping minus 184 favorite. That's about where we are now. And I kind of think it's like yesterday. I think the Giants are the right side. So even though the model didn't say play Giants yesterday, I went with it. I'm doing the same thing today. I'm laying minus 188 only as a B pick. Huge odds to lay. You could also look run line if you wanted on this one. Not a bad angle just because the fact that, again, you are getting that road team. Road team uh, laying the one and a half makes a lot more sense uh, than the home team because you for sure have that knife at bat. So it's an angle you could look. I tend to shy away from run lines unless it's really high odds, you know, minus 250 type odds. So minus 180, I still will lay that. B pick for me, I like it. I think Logan Webb's the guy you want to back here. Huge starting pitcher mismatch. Again, I'm keeping my eye on Adon. He did look better that last start, but I still think Logan Webb's a much better pitcher. I think the Giants are the better at the better bullpen. I think they have the better offense. I think the Giants are just a much better team here. I like them to get it done. As long as it stays under that minus 200, I think you're safe. Once it gets above that, to me, it gets a little scarier. 135 Eastern, Marlins at the Braves. Lazardo versus Elder. A nice day in Atlanta, 80 degrees. Wind's blowing in about 10 miles an hour from right center field. So no play on the total for me. I'm trusting the model. The model says Braves minus 135. So I'll have a B pick on the Braves minus 122. I don't think Elder's that good. Um, he he kind of pitches okay, but his advanced metrics aren't good. He doesn't throw hard. And that doesn't mean you can't be successful if you don't hard. It just means without getting up into the consistent low 90s you know he's consistently sitting like 89 it seems like 90 maybe you know touching 91 92 unless you're sitting 92 where you can touch 94 doesn't seem like a lot but that that makes it really difficult you have to really hit your spots it doesn't mean you can't it's just harder for him to do it consistently so i i don't think he's that good uh but my numbers don't think he's that much worse than lazardo is and so i think that's part of the reason why it thinks the braves should be bigger favorites than they are like I said, early in the season, I tend to trust the model. Yesterday, model didn't do us great, but again, it's a long run game. We don't want to take just you know a handful of games, you know, and and, and say the sky is falling. So I still think the Braves, the right side, I'm trusting the model minus one twenty two B pick on Atlanta for me. One thirty five Eastern Guardians at the Yankees. Aaron Savali versus Garrett Cole. Chilly day, about sixty degrees. Winds blowing in about ten miles an hour. So under not a bad look with regards to the weather. Issue is the total is seven. Yesterday, we had an easy under in that game, had an A pick on it, no runs for the first four innings, and then things just exploded late. Two outs in the ninth inning. If that ball goes 10 less feet, you know, it's caught. Guardians win, uh, under hits, really frustrating ending there. Today, the under is something I'm staying away from just because that number of seven. Also, I just don't trust Garrett Cole. We've talked about it before. It's, other, it's a little part of the reason of hopping on here Sunday is I gotta, I got, we gotta continue to fade Cole here while we can and get some value there. At some point, the number's gonna catch up. I don't think it's there yet. The Yankees in the minus 200 range is absolutely absurd. This is not the same Garrett Cole with whatever's changing and, and cheating and who knows what i i don't know i it's just the facts are the facts and he's not the same pitcher um since about the middle of last year uh, guardians plus 190 is the pick for me and i'm going with a b pick this is a b plus pick it's not an a pick because i don't need that third unit because putting two units on the guardians we're going to win almost four so we've already got enough invested in this one again you could also look run line in this one if it is a low scoring game it's 
chilly weather, winds blowing in. Then at that point, if we have a situation like yesterday, you get to the window. So run line, a solid look. I just, again, I tend to shy away from them uh, until we get to later in the season. The run lines are the way we have to look with big favorites. It's kind of the only way I like to play the run lines. But if you like the run lines plus one and a half from the Guardians, I think it makes a lot of sense. The model thinks Yankees minus 184. So at plus 190 for the Guardians, I think we're getting great value B pick for me. Again, I don't think the Guardians win. I just think there's value here fading Cole. He's not going to go 35-0. and 0. And at these types of prices, uh, we got to jump on our wins whenever we can get them. 140 Eastern, first pitch, Cardinals at the Reds. Adam Wainwright versus Nick Lodolo. The model thinks Cardinals minus 141. I've got an A pick on the Cardinals minus 137. Even if this number gets higher, I'd still be on the Cardinals. This line doesn't make a lot of sense to me here. Uh, Lodolo's not a bad pitcher, but he, he's no Adam Wainwright. The Cardinals are the much better team. I think this number should be out towards minus 150, maybe even minus 160. I just don't see the disrespect here. A pick for me on the Cardinals. Uh, Weather-wise, we've got warm weather, low 80s. Wind's blowing in, so it's kind of contradict each other. If you really like Lodolo, and you think he's got a chance to shut the Cardinals down, under 8.5 would be a good look with the winds blowing in like that. But given that it's warm, i just rather have the Cardinals at this point. I think there's just being disrespected. They got um, another easy winner for us yesterday. So I think that's the way to look there for St. Louis. Blue Jays with the Astros, Kikuchi versus Garcia. The model thinks the Astros should be a minus 118 favorite. That's right between the number. I wouldn't play the Astros at this point of the season anyway. I mentioned this yesterday. The under was easy yesterday. I'm going the same route here, under 8.5. It is heavily juiced, minus 126. So if you can find better juice at under 8, I think that's a solid look uh, instead a pick for me on this one. I think Garcia for the Astros is a good is a good pitcher. I think he's can do like what Arkiti did yesterday and hold the Blue Jays bats down. Uh, Kikuchi, I don't think he's that good, but anybody can get these Astros hitters out right now. We talked about it yesterday. We talked about it earlier this week. We talked about it last week. I think wouldn't trust these Astros bats to do anything. So at this point, under eight and a half is is just the smart play for me here. A pick. I think I think it's going to be like these first couple of games were tight, three four, three two, four two type game. I don't see the scoring getting out of hand. I really like that under there. So a pick for me under eight and a half. And like I said, if you can get better odds under eight, I think it makes a lot of sense as well. White Sox at the Twins to ten Eastern first pitch. Gilito versus Archer on this one. This is a tough one. The weather is going to be cold. It's going to be in the upper 40s, but the winds are going to be blowing out to left at about 20 miles an hour. If it wasn't for the winds blowing out, I would go under. The wind's blowing out, though, even though it's cold, just a, you know, a deep fly ball is going to get out. Model thinks the White Sox should be minus 116. That's the exact number I see. I'll give a seat pick on the White Sox minus 116. I think that's the side you want to be on, but I don't really trust this White Sox team that much. And there's not a ton of value here. So just a C pick, just a lean on the White Sox, minus 116 there. 210 Eastern, first pitch, Pirates at the Cubs, Brewbreaker versus Steel, upper 60-degree weather. Winds, again, blowing hard out, 20 to 25 miles an hour. The model thinks the Cubs should be minus 132. So some solid value on the Pirates there at the plus odds if you want to look that route. Not a bad angle. Especially a little bit after yesterday, maybe a little revenge spot, right? Uh, 
good value plus odds there. Instead, I'm doing like yesterday. I'm going over only a B pick for me. Over nine and a half, it is heavily juiced. You might have to do over 10 at better juice. I think that's fine too. It's not as warm as yesterday, which is going to make the ball not fly quite as much. Those winds blowing out, it's still almost 70 degrees. I think over makes a lot of sense, but I like these two starting pitchers a little bit more than yesterday. So not an A play for me on this over as yesterday's was just a B pick, but I think over is the side you want to be on with that strong wind blowing out to left center at Wrigley. Lots of home runs on the table, I think, in that one. 407 Eastern first pitch, Orioles at the Angels. Chris Ellis versus Jose Suarez. The Orioles got it done again last night. Those late runs blowing are under. Missed that by half a run. Under wouldn't be a bad look today for the same reason that we talked about the Orioles being just a strong under team. But the weather's going to be almost 90 degrees. We're starting to see warmer weather here. And we get to the 90-degree mark. Ball's going to start flying a little bit further. No real wind to speak of. So the total... Total scares me a little bit there because of that. I'll go, or I'll go Orioles plus 172. The model thinks it should only be minus 160. So I think lots of value here on the Orioles. I'm not saying I think they get it done again, but I just think they're not getting as much respect. Chris Ellis is a pretty good pitcher. Um, I think he's a I think he, he's not quite as good as John Means, obviously, you know, and obviously we're gonna miss him backing him for the rest of the season. He was a fun pitcher to back, but I don't think he's. I don't think he's that much behind me. He's pretty good. Uh, so I think 172 for the Orioles. Just tons of disrespect there. Even if that number, even if he had to only got plus 160, 165. I think there's lots of value. Again, not when I think that they win all the time. But hey, we've got enough of these big dogs hitting uh, in the long run. That'll be profitable. So that's our angle there. It's been our model all season. We're going to stick with it. Same first pitch time for 07 Eastern Rangers at the A's. Rangers going with, uh, I guess, an opener with Garrett Richards in front of Spencer Howard. Spencer Howard, who I, I, I think is not good. Um, the, the Rangers, you know, winning three straight now and the A's losing these two straight. I think the A's are the right side again. Okay. Uh, and I'll get that other way. A pick for me, A's plus one one. The model thinks it should be A's minus 113. That's a 53.1% win probability. So you're getting better than coin flip odds or the equivalent if you take out the juice, no matter where you're shopping, it seems like right now. For where I think the A's are more likely to win than not, I think my model undervalues Cole Irvin. And, and I don't buy into this three-game win streak from the Rangers, I think their bullpen's still really bad. It's kind of my last day with this one, <laughs> with the A's. They haven't you know, not done as well these last two days. But I think where my head is on this one is similar to last week with the Tigers-Yankees. I went Tigers, they had value, they hung in there, couldn't get it done. I went Tigers, they had value, they hung in there, couldn't get it done. On that third day, I said, look, I'm just, it's, I'm just going to follow it again <laughs> because I don't want to have sit this one out and miss the one that they went at the plus odds. And sure enough, they did. I kind of think we're at the same boat here. That doesn't mean, again, let's be responsible. Humans. I'm not saying like the A's have to win or anything like that. The Rangers could absolutely sweep this series, right? I'm not trying to indicate otherwise. I'm just saying the model likes it again. I'm going to trust it. I'm not going to give up on it after just a couple of games here. 
but I do have my eye on these two teams, <laughs> given the heartbreak here of the last couple of days. Total seven and a half. Under wouldn't be a bad look there, except for the fact that I just don't trust any Rangers pitcher, and the weather is going to be in the low 70s. Wind, not strong, but a little bit out, so it's too low of a number for me to mess with. So um, yesterday, I think I mentioned uh, under could be a possible look, and that was an easy hit there. Uh, unfortunately, we lost with the A's. Today, I don't I don't like the under as much as I would have yesterday with with all anybody the Rangers throwing out there I don't trust, um, and a little bit more, more, more weather here with an earlier start time. Uh, 410 Eastern Mets at the Diamondbacks. Uh, the Diamondbacks, uh, a team that the last week I've just, I've zigged, they've zagged. I've backed them and I should have gone under. I went under and I should have backed them. They've been a really frustrating team, but I feel like, I feel like I'm right there. I feel like I have a really good hand on this Diamondbacks team. Uh, their bats have been picking it up a little bit. I've noticed that, right? Uh, I'm not, I'm not blind to that. I don't think they're as good as the 11 run output, but they're obviously not as bad as they were early, but we all knew that, right? We all knew that they wouldn't be that bad. That would have been, beyond historically bad. I feel like it's just, I would keep rolling and I'm going to zig and they're going to zig, right? Because I feel like, I feel like I've got a handle on this team. And some teams I, I, I'll look at, I'm just like, I don't quite know what I'm doing with them yet. Dimebacks, it, the results haven't been there this last week, but I feel like we're right there. The model says Mets should only be a minus 128 favorite. And you, you the price right now, the Dimebacks are on plus 150. If you want to back the Dimebacks, I think that's a smart look. I like the plus odds. I'm going under. I'm gonna. I'm gonna zig. I hope they zig with me. I think again. I think the Diamondbacks are a smart look on the money line. I'm going under eight and a half. I'm going a pick. I think I, I've talked about this before. I think Bumgarner's gonna have a bounce back year. Uh, he's looked. He's looked good so far. He's not gonna go seven probably. You know, unless he has some really efficient innings. Probably only gonna give us about five innings, maybe six. Uh, but I think he'll be able to only allow a run or two. Tyler McGill, I think, has turned the corner. I think he's fantastic. His underlying metrics all season, amazing. I think this is an underspot here, under eight and a half. If it drops to eight and you're worried about maybe pushing on a 5-3 type game, maybe then you look to Diamondbacks. If the Diamondbacks number comes down, maybe you stick to under. I think Diamondbacks and under both make a lot of sense. It's been the problem with the Diamondbacks is I've liked kind of two things a lot of times, and it's and it's been tough. Maybe on this one, maybe, maybe you look Mets team total under. Maybe that's the combination that that works for this one. Um, I, I just rather have the full game under personally uh, because I just I like both these pitchers. It's possible that one of these pitchers gets hit around a little bit, but I don't think either pitchers can get hit around enough. And or I, I like both bullpens. I think that the bullpens can mitigate the damage that one team might give up five runs, six runs, but I think the other team won't and help us out and get us to this under. So I love this under eight and a half. A lot of ways we can win that one. Dodgers to Padres, 14 Eastern first pitch, Clayton Kershaw versus Sean Mania. The model says Dodgers minus 121. So right now I'm seeing Padres about plus 130. If you wanted to look Padres, I don't think that's a bad look. However, the model really doesn't like Clayton Kershaw, and I don't know why. I don't know if it's the injury. I don't know if it's the, the fact that for the most part he's not been the same guy that he was where he was able to go seven or eight for the most part. He's throwing fewer innings, but my gosh, the, the innings he gives are, are just fantastic. I don't see why it's rating him so low, personally. Um, it's not rating Mania very high either, and that just blows my mind. So I don't know what to do on the side with that when it underrates both pitchers, except for I'm going under seven, a pick for me. If this gets to six and a half, that hurts. I really like the seven getting that push protection there. So usually I don't like to lay odds 
on totals as much, but seven's a number where I might still lay odds rather than go under six and a half. If it's under six and a half, it better be, you know, 55 degrees marine layer in winds blowing in that type of thing for me to really love it. That doesn't mean I wouldn't play it just for me to love it. Uh, but at seven, I love it. We've got a push protection there. If it's three, three, uh, assuming no weird extra shenanigans, only one team scores, which is the way most of the time it happens. Oh, but most. Um, weather is a little warmer there, but the winds are going to be across and or in uh, double-digit miles an hour. So I think the weather lines up uh, for an under with those wind blowing in. Two pitchers I really like. Again, at, at big plus odds, I think the Padres aren't a bad look, but I just, I'm just i very hesitant to really recommend that, just knowing that my model doesn't really like Kershaw that much, and I can't explain it because I still think he's I still think he's got it. Um, so I'll just go under. And hope for hope for some boring baseball there down in San Diego. Well, the Mariners, 410 Eastern first pitch. Carlos Jimenez and Robbie Ray. I don't know what to make of this game. The model says Mariners minus 163. Maybe a slight edge on the Royals at plus odds. To me, it feels like a lotto ticket. Carlos Hernandez has not looked good this year. Um, I, I don't I don't think he's as bad as he's looked this year, but and he has not looked good. So he's not a pitcher that I have a lot of confidence backing. Robbie Ray also hasn't looked great this year. I'll go C pick under eight, maybe as a little bit of an overreaction to last night. Last night there were 20 some odd runs scored in that game. Uh, I, I don't love this one at all, uh, but I think both pitchers have it in them to be good. <laughs> so I'll go under eight because, um, like I said, I think that's probably the smarter side. Last night's results aside, I think, again, a little bit of an overreaction to one game. But neither one of these pitchers I have enough faith in, based off how they pitched this year, to really like this and recommend this. So I think there's better investment opportunities out there. And one of those would be our nightcap, 708 Eastern. First pitch Brewers at the Phillies, Eric Lauer and Aaron Nola. A chilly night, starting off around 60 degrees, closing in the mid-50s, winds blowing across. The model says Phillies minus 132. So if you want to look Brewers, plus 151 is juicy. I like looking at the Brewers. Instead, though, I'm going to go under. Seven and a half, even money. A play for me on this one. Lauer, I don't think is that good. We've talked about it before, but he seems to uh, something, whatever's in the water there in Milwaukee, right? It, you know, years ago, right, they took Josh Hader, who was a mediocre prospect in the Astros system, and turned him into one of the best closers in the game. Um, Devin Williams, right, not, not much was thought about him. He's turned out to be fantastic. You know, they took a guy like Brad Boxberger, who couldn't really find a home. He's actually been pretty decent going from – he had some really bad stretches, right? So, I mean, they've worked out with that bullpen, and they've got a, 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 a Cousins, right, a guy who not heralded at all comes out and does well. So, I mean, they whatever's in the water there, right, it's worked for the bullpen. It's worked for the starters, too. Um None of those starters really were thought to be as good as they've become. And I think Lauer's kind of that thing. I don't think he's that great, but I mean, he kind of gets results. He's solid. And the Brewers have been an under team. Even recently, their bats have been a little bit better, which has gotten to win. But now they're just winning low scoring games rather than losing them. So again, if you like Brewers plus 150, I think that makes a lot of sense. I think Fairy Aaron Nola makes a lot of sense. As we talked about with him, he just has one bad inning. I'm going to go under though. Seven and a half. I think there's a good chance that what we've seen with Nola has been really, really good, and then just that one bad inning. So either A, he doesn't have that one bad inning, under is going to be a lock. B, if he has that one bad inning, 
The biggest thing is getting him the hook early. And the reason I like this under is watch that game yesterday with Zach Wheeler. Wheeler was fantastic for the first four innings, just like we had talked about that spring training uh, that he missed basically all of uh, affected him early on. He just isn't stretched out to be consistently good. He looked great for those first four innings, and then he fell apart in the fifth. Girardi comes out and talks to him. The screen on the graphic in the corner says pitching change, right? And then Girardi walks back to the bench. I think after that, yes, and then Wheeler just gave up, I don't know, three more hits or something like that. And that was the difference in the game. I think after that scenario, if the same thing happens to Nola tonight, I think he's going to the bullpen. So that gives me a little bit more hope in the under because I don't think he's going to let Nola blow up the same way that Wheeler blew up yesterday. So I love this under seven and a half. Again, if you had to go side, I think Brewers make a lot of sense of those plus odds. I think the Phillies win. I think they win about 57% of the time. But again, like I'm always saying, plus odds have some value. You can go that route. Again, I'm going under just because I think Brewers been under team. And I think that holds true tonight, especially with cold weather. I think this makes sense for an under. So recap on the Apex. Rockies at Tigers under eight. Cardinals at Reds, I'll take the Cardinals, minus 137. Blue Jays at Astros, going under eight and a half, even though it's heavily juiced. Rangers at the A's. My last stand here, maybe with both of these teams, with A picks. A's, plus 101. Bets at the Diamondbacks, I'm going under eight and a half. Dodgers at the Padres, going under seven. And then night, the nightcap, Brewers, the Phillies, under seven and a half. I like that even money there as well. That's all I've got for you today. Thanks for tuning into another episode of Picks with the Professor. Reminder, check out that Google Sheet for model projections, picks, and results. You can find that link at the website, www.pickswiththeprofessor.com. If you haven't answered yet, please click that subscribe button to ensure all the sports betting content provided on this channel is dropped right into your feed. I'll see you tomorrow. And until then, remember, you can eat your betting money, but please don't bet you're eating money. <laughs>